Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 113-112, it doesn't matter, of my little wrestling show where once a week, sometimes twice a week, I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the review, give you the recap, let you know what's going on storyline-wise, and at the end of the show, I give out my three stars of the week. And today, right now, we are doing a special bonus pay-per-view review view of WWE's Elimination Chamber, which took place in Perth, Australia, in front of over 52,000 people. So let's just get into this pay-per-view review. We have a match on the kickoff show that I wasn't aware of was happening, so I didn't get it into my predictions. And the recap for the week's shows, WWE and AEW, is incoming. Uh, sadly, I, I thought... They said there wasn't going to be a collision for two weeks, and then all of a sudden there was a collision the other night. So I need to watch that, but I did get the Elimination Chamber watch, so I figured why not throw out the review right now. So we got a kickoff match. It's the Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. It's Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae going up against the champions, Kabuki Warriors, Asuka, and Kairi Zane. We get a nice bulldog dropkick combo from the Warriors. Hometown Indy Hartwell gets the hot tag and the crowd goes wild for her. That was great. Kyrie knocks Candice off of the top rope. We get the insane elbow DDT combo and the Kabuki Warriors retain the tag team titles. Solid effort from Indy and Candice. Crowd was great cheering for Indy. The build to her hot tag was really well done. Just making us wait and wait and wait. And then we finally get it. The crowd explodes. But overall, it was just a standard tag team match. Nothing really crazy about it. But I was really happy to see that they got Indy Hartwell out there in front of her home crowd. Who knows how long it's going to be until they come back to Australia. Hopefully not that long. I'll give it a 5.5 out of 10 for that match right there. And now we get to the main show, kicking it off with the Women's Elimination Chamber match. It's Bianca Belair versus Naomi versus Tiffany Stratton, Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, and Becky Lynch. Naomi and Becky Lynch are starting the match with some pretty solid chain wrestling. Not the cleanest, but it was pretty good. Naomi climbs up the cage and does like a split leg drop off of it. That was pretty dope. Tiffany Stratton enters next and she gets a nice pop from the crowd. This this is awesome. We got Liv Morgan. She comes in fourth and goes right after Stratton throwing her into the pods. Lynch hits Stratton with a Bexploder into the chain fence. that, And then she locks in the disarmer like through the fence. That was really freaking cool. Somehow Stratton gets out of that. Naomi out of nowhere hits a sunset flip powerbomb off of the pod. Doesn't hit it all the way clean, but still friggin' awesome. Naomi is pinned by Stratton, and she is eliminated. Here comes Raquel. She enters fifth. Slams Stratton and Becky into the cage. And then everybody gangs up on Rodriguez, hitting a double DDT on her. But Raquel is able to kick out of that. Last to enter is Bianca Belair. Hits a nice counter DDT. Rodriguez is placed onto the ropes. And here comes Liv Morgan. Hits a senton off of the pod. Just nails Rodriguez perfectly. That was dope. Thumbs up for that. Tiffany shoves Becky off of the pod. And then nails a swanton dive off the pod. Wiping out everybody. That's my girl Tiffy. Thumbs up. 
Morgan Top Rope Oblivion sadly eliminates Tiffany Stratton. I am sad. We get a mean powerbomb bump for Bianca, just ouch. Raquel double powerbomb on Lynch and Liv. Bianca then nails Raquel with a KOD. Raquel Rodriguez is eliminated. Bianca takes another nasty powerbomb, this time from Liv Morgan. And then Morgan counters a KOD into a jawbreaker. Looks a little bit eh, but still pretty cool. And then counters a manhandle slam. Becky counters a KOD. Liv rolls up Bianca, eliminating her shockingly. Belair is just beside herself. And then right after that, Liv immediately gets nailed with a manhandle slam. Becky Lynch pins and wins the Elimination Chamber match. And Becky Lynch gets a shot at the Women's World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Oh, baby. Awesome way to kick off the show. Definitely going to be hard to top that match right there. My girl, my girl, Tiffany Stratton, my MVP, an, a spectacular performance out of her, taking lots of bumps. She nailed all her spots, and she was getting love from the crowd. That was freaking awesome. She was. She might have been the most popular uh, woman in that match from the crowd's judgment anyway. Thumbs up for that. Naomi, Liv, and Bianca also had great performances, I felt like. Non-stop action throughout, really good pace, like there was no wasted time. Raquel was showing off her strength. She was pretty good, but she got absolutely nothing out of the crowd. They just didn't care about Raquel. And honestly, once Stratton got eliminated, the crowd kind of turned on the match. Like the final three women, it was Liv, uh, Bianca, and Becky. And no, the crowd wasn't really latching on to any of the three of them, which was very interesting. Very good sign for Tiffany Stratton. I mean, her she's just been deni- undeniably unbelievable. So yeah, I don't blame them for cheering for Tiffany. Becky Lynch, strong performance throughout. A little clunky in spots, but she was in there from start to finish. And the finish of this match was pretty freaking awesome. Just chaotic. Bianca, just devastated by that loss. This was a fantastic chamber match. Maybe one of the best women's chamber matches, if not the best. I'd ha- I haven't rewatched all of them in a little bit, but this was dope. Eight and a half at then. We move on from that into the undisputed tag team championship match. Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest with Dom Mysterio defending against the new Catch Republic is what they're being called now. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. I will be abbreviating new Catch Republic to NCR. Moving into the match. Well, not yet. Dom is yelling at the crowd first as they boo him mercilessly. NCR attack him before the bell, and then we get into the match. Bait getting cut off from Dunn for a good chunk here. Dom clocks Bait with a cheap shot while the referee is distracted. Dunn moonsault to the outside, takes out Judgment Day, and then a nice combo clothesline German suplex by NCR. Big Lariat from Damien turns Tyler inside out. Out. <laughs> out. Bate powers up Damien for a massive airplane spin. Very impressive. I mean, Damien's like a foot bigger than Bate, regardless. Moving on, Dunn nails the bitter end on Finn, but Dom is there to break up the pin. That was a close one. And then Tyler Bate tattles on Dom. The referee ejects Dom Mysterio from the match. The crowd goes wild. We get a double Tyler driver by NCR, but Priest is there this time to stop the pin. We get a burning hammer from NCR, which is basically a dual TKO. Damien kicks out of that. Holy crap. 
double south of heaven off of the ropes Finn Balor flies off the top rope nails done with the coup de gras pins and the judgment day retain the undisputed tag team champions championships oh fantastic effort here from NCR definitely getting put on the map as a a legit tag team after this match lots of super close calls I mean damn that at least two times legitimately I thought they they were going to win like I was very excited but yeah those near falls hook line and sinker for me nice smooth teamwork from NCR kind of dominated the champs for good chunks of this match which has kind of been the the story heading into this because NCR has been battling with Dom and JD McDonough and they keep beating them and then JD McDonough will go to Damien is like yo these guys are legit watch out for them so yeah really good stuff right there uh what do I got solid performance from the Judgment Day Dom getting a huge reaction out of the crowd of course not really surprising I like this match. Seven and a half out of ten. We move into a Waller effect segment, but Waller is not out there yet. It's Austin Theory in the ring talking about some of his Australian experiences. The crowd boos Theory, so he introduces Australia's own Grayson Waller, who gets a pretty nice pop from his peoples. Waller doing some Aussie chants with the crowd, and then he introduces Seth Frickin' Rollins, crowd sings the shit out of Seth's song, well done right there, and then they bring out Cody Rhodes, he does his thing, the whoa whoa woes, we get Seth, he says he's gonna beat whoever wins the chamber at WrestleMania, Waller asks Cody if he feels sad that he deprived us, the, the, the viewers of Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, Cody trash talks the Rock, not feeling bad at all about it, Cody calls out Rock for a match, whoever, whenever, however, whatever. And then Seth reminds Cody again, he is not alone in the fight versus the bloodline. Theory chimes in, laying down some Rock lines. He does the, it doesn't matter, and all that stuff on Cody. Seth is fucking just just giggling up a storm about it. And then Cody and Seth beat the shit out of Theory. As his friend Grayson Waller just stands there looking on. Thanks a lot, Grayson. Pretty entertaining segment. Uh, Honestly, it is something you would see on Monday Night Raw. Though it was a good crowd-engaging moment. I mean, yeah. And it's a little bit of a palate cleanser between matches. Not bad. Nice Waller got to be out there in front of his home crowd as well. He wasn't getting booed. He was kind of playing a neutral party. Hence why they had Theory out there kind of healing it up, getting his ass kicked. Pretty good. I didn't didn't hate the segment either. I actually kind of liked it. Now we get to the men's elimination chamber match. It's Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre, LA Knight, yeah, and Kevin Owens. Speaking of Kevin Owens, Kevin is going insane in the pods, man. Just, he's like, I think it was Drew McIntyre threw his shirt and he like fainted, like overselling. Logan Paul walks by and he just starts smashing his head into it like a fucking wild caged animal. Unbelievable. Thumbs up for Kevin. That was great. And then we get to the match. It's Drew McIntyre and LA Knight. Yeah, they're starting the match off. Kevin Owens enters third. He is a house of fire. Hits Knight with a friggin' choke slam, which apparently he did that choke slam for, I think it was a, a sick kid request. Something like that. Still fucking awesome right there. Kevin, thumbs up. We get a combo code breaker, senton thingy. Lashley comes in. He enters fourth. And Orton enters fifth. He goes after Kevin Owens. 
Lashley spears Knight and then spears himself into the ring post. Classic Bobby. Logan last to enter. Kevin waiting for him like a wild animal. They start fighting in the pod. Pretty good. Bobby spears Logan through the paw, through the pod, and then Lashley is slow to get up. He walks right into a Claymore, and Bobby Lashley is eliminated. And then Lashley is checked on by a just a group of referees, like six of them. I think he suffered a legitimate injury there. I haven't heard anything about that, but seems legit. We got LA Knight, yeah. He hits multiple BFTs, and then out of nowhere, it's AJ Styles. He arrives, beats down LA Knight with a chair, hits a Styles clash onto the chair, and then AJ leaves. McIntyre, that little sneak, he crawls into the pin. LA Knight is eliminated. Nana! Kevin Owens takes nasty knees to the back, missing the swanton. That was brutal. Orton hits RKO out of nowhere, and Kevin Owens is eliminated. No. Logan climbs the pod, hits a crossbody off of it onto McIntyre, catching Drew pretty high in the face, but everyone's okay. Logan pulls out his brass knuckles, only to eat an RKO out of nowhere. Logan Paul is eliminated. We get the final two. It's Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Drew counters the RKO into a spine buster, and then we get the RKO out of nowhere, but it's Logan Paul. He's still here. He nails Orton with the brass knuckles. Drew again crawls into the pin, eliminates Orton. Drew McIntyre wins the elimination chamber. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. Got that one right, too. And I got Becky Lynch winning the chamber right, and I got Judgment Day winning the tag team match right. I'm on fire, but goddamn. Speaking of on fire, Kevin Owens. Oh my god, easy MVP for for his performance in there. He was so hilarious, so fired up, and fucking just being Kevin out there. I mean, Jesus, Kevin deserves so much more in the WWE. I mean, fuck. He seems like really frustrated right now. Like that almost that performance almost seemed like uh lashing out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it a little bit too much, but still fucking loved it. Um, but not as many highlights in this chamber match as the women's. Lashley appears to have hurt himself during that smashing himself into the pod. Uh, decent use of the chamber. Logan's uh, dive off of it was okay. Fairly safe and standard chamber match, you know? Nothing too crazy about it. Nothing overly bad or anything. Just kind of, yeah, it was fine. 6 out of 10 uh, for this chamber match. We move on. It is Triple H. He comes out to thank Perth, and then he announces there are 52,590 people are in attendance. We get a big old fireworks show. Cool. Now we get to the main event match. Women's World Heavyweight Championship Rhea Ripley defending against Nia Jax. Rhea has a ton of friends and family in the front row in her hometown, or home country, I should say. This is crazy and awesome. Nia disrespecting Rhea, shoving her butt in her face, and trash-talking Ripley's family. Not nice. Nia hits two impressive deadlift powerbombs on the champion. Avalanche Samoa drop. Rhea Ripley kicks out of that. And then Ripley lifts up Rhea, drops her face first into the turnbuckle, and nails a nice frog splash. But Nia kicks out of that. Nia responds, Samoan drops Rhea onto the announce table, and then leaps off the announce chair, elbow drop through the table. That was a hard thing to pull off. Very impressive, Nia. Thumbs up. Annihilator in the ring right after that, and Ripley kicks out. Holy shit. 
Naya nails a superplex on Jax, finally able to get off the Riptide, pins, and Rhea Ripley retains in Perth. Fuck yeah. Ripley celebrates in front of her country and family. Damn, yeah. Well done, match. Fired up a beginning here for Rhea Ripley. She was hot out of the gate. And then Nia quickly goes on a tear, just whooping ass. I can't, like, going through the table and then taking the Annihilator. The Annihilator being a very powerful finisher at this time. Ripley, or uh, Nia Jack's been tearing apart the women's division with it for weeks. And Ripley to kick out of it like that. That was insane, and yeah, man, just really solidifying Rhea Ripley as the toughest women on the roster. The storyline coming into this one with Nia just being an absolute animal, she came into this match looking very, very strong, and a good, solid challenger for Rhea Ripley in this one. Though it was, you know, to have Ripley in her home country, I really had no fear of her losing this match, but they did as good of a job coming into it with the storyline, And I I really like the chemistry in the ring between Nia and Jax, especially their chemistry uh, outside of the ring. I think their promos between each other, their trash talking has been fantastic. Their brawls have been really good. And yeah, this was a good match. I'm going to hit it with a 7 out of 10. You know, a little bonus with that Australian atmosphere. And that is the end of the show. I thought it was a solid show in Australia overall. The elimination, uh, the women's elimination chamber match. And Tiffany Stratton, especially. They stole the show for me. Uh, Shout out to Kevin Owens' hyper performance. That was awesome. But after that Elimination Chamber match, I felt like the rest of the show kind of lost steam as it went on. But not too much. It didn't lose, like, all of its steam. It's just, you know, no one was topping that Women's Elimination Chamber match. The men's chamber was felt very standard, a little bit disappointing, honestly. It felt like a very loaded up chamber. You look at the names in there, and yeah, it was just kind of, it was fine. It was just not that, it's definitely not going to be a very memorable one. I'm just extremely happy that Drew got the win. Uh, that dude has been on a ch- on a tear for months now, and very, very deserving of the win. Can't wait to see him go up against Seth at Mania. We'll say there was a good amount of fluff in this show, you know, with the, they had their own commercials and a lot of recaps and this and that, easily could have had another match on the card, you know, no Intercontinental Championship present on this show, that's a little bit disappointing. I will say the crowd was good, but I'm just not a fan of the huge stadium shows as a whole. The pops just don't hit the same. They they are so much better when you're in the, a nice arena with, you know, 20,000 people in there, a nice roof on there. I love the look of an outdoor show. It looks amazing. It's so fucking cool looking. The the setting of Perth was dope. They were showing off these shots uh, of the outside of the stadium, and you could see the Australian... Um, skyline in the background with the sun setting it was fucking gorgeous but the crowd just it doesn't sound as loud as 52 people 50 yeah, 52 people showed up 52,000 people it didn't sound like 52,000 people were out there but still looked really good super happy that Rhea and Naya got the main event spot as well that was I wouldn't say necessary I, a little bit of a surprise like I wasn't a hundred percent sure if they were doing that but 
fucking great job that they did. No, was it the best match on the card? No, it wasn't. But, I mean, Rhea Ripley absolutely deserves that spot in the main event. She's been killing it for WWE. She's arguably been, or probably is, I think, not even with an argument, the MVP of the women's division for the WWE. So, yeah, very happy that she got out there. Same with Grayson Waller and uh, Indy Hartwell on the pre-show. Those were, it's nice to see that they got, uh, the only, was, was, where the fuck was Bronson Reed, man? Is he not from the area as well? Hopefully he was at least here. I, I didn't see him anywhere, but yeah, man, that was pretty good. Like I said, the, the finish, the, the main event, it was predictable that Ripley was going over, uh, no offense to Nia Jax, but like I said, I thought they did a good job leading into the show. I'm going to give this show a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, if you can't watch the whole thing, check out the women's Elimination Chamber match at least. That was spectacular. By far the best thing on the show. And yeah, so there you go. Let me know what you guys thought of the Elimination Chamber as a whole. The whole show. What you think of the atmosphere in Perth. And what do you think about the stadium shows? Or do, you, do you prefer the outdoor show or do you prefer the more the, the closed-in uh, arena show? That's what I'm more about, but I understand you know, to have double the amount of people there. It's a lot more money to be made, right, for the WWE. So I understand why they make that decision, but regardless, super sick that they were in Australia. Hopefully they're coming back sooner rather than later. And I know that they're coming to Canada soon for money in the bank. I'm still waiting to buy my tickets and praying that I can go to that show. It's going to be awesome. And yes, so I will have the... The regular recap for AEW and the rest of the WWE. Get that out tomorrow. I still got to watch Collision because that's just how that goes. Didn't know that was a thing. So there we go. I will have that out as soon as I can watch all the wrestling. Big wrestling week this this, this week. So lots, lots to watch. There's even TNA fucking pay-per-view as well that I'm going to have to check out as well. So there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Let me know what you thought of the Elimination Chamber show. What was your favorite match? What was your least favorite match? And how excited are you getting for WrestleMania, baby? We're getting close. We're getting real close. So thank you, everybody, again for listening follow along on twitter i upload all of these episodes to the youtube channel gamer gx videos drop comments over there questions concerns any of that stuff love to answer your questions on the podcast related to video games wrestling hockey any of that stuff send in a question i'll answer it live on the podcast or just have a nice conversation with you on the private side all good right there and yes there we go um some f- further announcements for the rest of the GX Plus cast. What is going on for the next week or so? Uh, regularly scheduled uh, hockey cast and regularly scheduled wrestling recap. I should be doing for the Gamer Cast this upcoming week. We just did the review for Super Mario Sunshine, a retro backlog episode. That was a lot of fun for. Uh, at least recording that episode, not so much playing Mario Sunshine, but next week should be having the Persona 3 Reload review out for next week. So that is what is going to be incoming for the GX Plus cast. Again, I will thank you for listening slash watching, and we will be back again with some more GX Plus cast.